Hey, hey amigas. amigas, this is Val. This is Justine. Welcome to our podcast, our second episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, ugly. I love making that sound. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Do you know that, like, is those air horns? Or basketball? <laughs> is it? Those air horns? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my that's my get excited sound. Um, okay, cool. I feel like we're Good. so tired right now. I know, <laughs> I know, but we'll come to life. Don't worry. We'll come to life as we start talking. Basically, Justine has had the craziest work schedule for like the past yeah ten years. <laughs> oh my god, for my whole life, basically. Your whole life. No, this last week has been really crazy. Like last like four days, I want to say I'm about to launch my spring collection for my candle company and i'll talk more about that but it's always it doesn't have to be hectic but i make it hectic sometimes and i feel like you kind of like chaos i do (laughs) i like that's your toxic trait yeah that is my toxic trait it's like a positive chaos it's not like i don't enjoy chaos in my life but like with my I work well under pressure, mm, as yeah. a lot of people do, and I work well under, like, I, I was the girl writing their, like, paper or whatever the night before it was due. Like, oh, that was same. Me. Yeah. Same. And, like, my best friend would have hers done, like, yeah. it would get assigned and be finished, like, yeah. the next day. So, actually, that's interesting that you say that because, same, I do really well under pressure. Yeah. And it's, yeah. like... I don't know what it – whatever. I don't know. It's, it's annoying, interesting. Honestly. I'm like, why am I like this? Yeah. But- and I've had launches. It feels like I do this every other launch. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was my Christmas candle launch. I was, like, way ahead. Like, mm-hmm. a few weeks ahead of time, I had everything typed out. Yeah, and- I feel like – yeah, Yeah, and it went smooth, and I was like, okay, this was such a treat to, like, force myself to – I don't know what if it's, like, I think the time's not going to come. It's, like, no spring <laughs> – is going to be sprung. Yeah. So, like, it's going to happen. Spring is sprung. Yeah, spring is sprung and <laughs> summer's coming. So it's fine. I'm just I'm just learning how, like, this does kind of feel like, yeah, I'm working well under pressure right now, yeah. but it's not worth it. So all I can do is, like, summer's going to – I'm not going to do this to myself yeah. in my summer launch. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do this. So it's fine. It's like Summer, it's though, I feel is, like, way more chill going into that season because, mm-hmm. like, spring – I mean, we live in Southern California, so the weather isn't that crazy. But there's something about, like, making that switch from winter to spring where everything feels, like, overnight. Yeah. Thank you. But, oh, my yeah. gosh. You just, like, literally <laughs> solved, like, this – there's, like, a – been a pu- No, I'm serious. An equation. In there's your- been, like, a puzzle in my head that I'm, like, so confused about, like, yeah. the blends and, like, am I yeah. doing this right? It's because it's completely – Yeah. There is no transition There's no transition. February, winter. we had a heat wave. Yeah. There was yeah. that week in February where – Everyone was at the beach like yeah. every day. Yeah. So, oh, and then there were like point. a few weeks of that weird wind where it felt cold again. Yeah. But I think that's what's tricky is like in California, s- winter and spring can be in like the same time frame, but summer is like, okay, like for sure, end of June, you yeah. know? So, yeah, definitely. I don't that's know if that helps, no, it helps a little bit. It okay. okay. Like, wow, that makes good. so much sense. <laughs> Anyways, um, so today, speaking of business, we're yes. going to be talking about business uh, yeah. with each other, and we decided it would be fun. I personally, and so do you, know a lot of entrepreneur 
minded or yes. like whatever people yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of friends who own their own small yeah, business yeah and we live in a location too where it's like great for small business like oh yeah again southern california and uh especially costa mesa specifically yeah is very small business oriented yeah. i feel like it's yeah. it's amazing i mean there's so much I love it in Costa yeah. Mesa. Like, it's amazing. I know. Yeah. And people want to support small business. So I think that that's what's even cooler. But um, yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about, like, I guess kind of our stories, what inspired us to start it, how long we've been in business. We're just going to talk about it. But it's not going to be, like, what's that? Like, oh, the chuggy, like – Oh, like like um, girl boss energy. It's yeah. not gonna be that. Yeah, like it's just casual. Like it's just very casual. Yeah, and we want to be very real about it too. It's not this like uh, glamorous. Like I hate the um burn. Like what are they calling it? Burnout culture, where it's like mm. um grind and wake up like and the grind. hustle culture. Like, I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, that's me neither. Not healthy. Yeah, in my in my for my life for in sure. My opinion. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess. I can start off Mm -hmm. and like this topic is all about our business when we started it and like kind of why Mm -hmm. or how we got into Mm -hmm. owning a a small business. So I was thinking about this on the drive here and I'm like, okay, what inspired me? Because I feel like not everybody has the story where like I was just sitting there one day and candles like um (laughs) it is a very random like what's it called like random thing to be in oh like i don't can, candle making yeah oh, i don't yeah. meet a lot of candle makers yeah so i'm I mean, interested definitely a lot of, like i'll tell you so okay well <laughs> wait so this has been my brain all day i think you were saying you've been like super all over the place yeah, today too yeah. like it's the yeah, time change scattered. yeah it's the time change <sighs> by the time you guys hear this it will have been the time change yeah. and maybe we're all adjusted in a couple weeks but like right now it's Dude. it's light outside right now and it's, it's like so usually, trippy yeah, it's super weird and i the, like it though I, I like it i'm excited but i'm like i'm so lost in what time it is yeah. also i was talking to justine i had a wedding in slow over the weekend <laughs> it's four hours from us and um i partied hard yeah. it was a it was a wedding that i was both a guest at and also photographing and, and that was the night of the yeah of the, of the time change time change oh, i know i know oh literally gosh. so dumb oh wow so we i was telling justine that we got home at 4 45 a.m which would have been 3 45 but because of the time change it felt yeah. so much That's it so obviously weird. felt later yeah and then i naturally woke up at like 7 30 and i was just like cool love this i can't go back to sleep now oh, so i feel like i'm like playing catch up. like today i slept until like 8 30 and i was like oh shoot i have to check on the monitor and see if yeah. Rio's awake but oh, she's still asleep so oh, anyways okay let's talk about business okay so i don't know i guess kind of where my brain goes is mm-hmm. well right now i'm having like a little flashback of being in um i think i was in seventh grade i used to live with my best friend and who dad was dating my mom's really long story but um and i used to i remember i used to love playing like store with her and Mm -hmm. like being the cashier and like the owner so i don't know i just there was that element my dad is an entrepreneur my dad's dad is an entrepreneur my both my grand wait is that true one of my grandmas is an entrepreneur um my dad's girlfriend it like it just runs i feel like on my dad's side of the family just like small business my aunt is like mm-hmm. my cousins are like it's crazy actually thinking about that um so there's that and i also remember being like right out of high school and this is like kind of cringy but um 
it is what it is. Like I used to go to Ross mm-hmm. and buy these. I mean, they were cool at the time. It was during like the scene days. They were just mm-hmm. this brand. I forget the name of the brand, but it was like t-shirts with like rainbows and like clouds with faces on it. I don't, it was cool. Oh, and I, I would sell that. them on my MySpace. Like I would model them, <laughs> like take these super scene pictures. I don't think I've ever told you this. No, I, I had no <laughs> idea about this. Yeah. And I would just upsell them or whatever the word i would flip them so i'd buy them for i don't know five bucks if i remember right and sell them for 15 a pop for t-shirts and i would also go to la the fashion district and i would buy you remember those big chunky like blinged out necklaces that yeah. were cool in the scene there was like hello kitty yes yeah i would sell those on the same myspace page big hair bows <laughs> i used to sell those i used to make and sell them i would have bought from you if yeah I knew you. like the, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. just these giant hair bows. They're and, so obnoxious. Oh, God. The worst of it, though, were Ed Hardy knockoff Ugh. sunglasses. Oh, but my But I would gosh. buy them for $4 each and sell them for $35 each. That's crazy that you were like that as a like kid or like teenager. Yeah. That's so yeah. crazy. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I was 18 when I was doing that. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And then I had like an eBay account and I would resell like my clothes that I didn't wear, like want to wear anymore. Like mm-hmm. or they were like lightly used. So like, I don't know. It was just like kind of always this side hustle thing to me. And um, I also, I used to have corporate jobs, but then I started working for small business, mm-hmm. um, like all small business since the age of, uh, like 21 or so. Mm-hmm. So that was cool too, to be like close with my, I always worked directly under the owners. So I kind of watched them, some of them grow, some of them fail, like yeah. stuff like that. So that was always fun too. I was just like fascinated by the back end of things and like yeah, the little details, like where they ordered stuff from, the cost of supplies. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know, like it, there's just something about it. I really liked being around. So from there, um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think. I just, I, I mean, and it also ties into like, I've always had a candle burning. I know obviously a lot of people love candles or else Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have my business. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, I kind of like, to be completely honest with you, always wonder what really started it. It was like, I was dating this like guy who was not very nice. He had a lot of issues it was very short lived, but I just remember being at a farmer's market with him and I don't know why he said this, but he was like, you should make candles. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, I remember being like, that's so random. Mm-hmm. What are you? And there weren't a lot of candle makers back then. Yeah. So I was like, that's so random that you just said that. I just like kind of put it away and didn't think about it. And then it was within months of us not like I dumped him, so mm-hmm. to speak. And I ordered like my first candle making kit. Mm-hmm. And um, it was from my candle supplier. It was like, I don't know how much it cost, but it made 30 candles and I remember making them in my kitchen and all the smells and the, mm-hmm. the whole like way of doing it was so fun. Like I'm making can- – I don't know. It was yeah. just really fun. And I've always yeah. been very crafty anyway. So yeah. it was cool. I made these candles. I had a neighbor who smelled them. She's like, what are you making? I told her. And she was like, I want to buy some. So she bought some candles. And then I posted it on Facebook and family wanted me to bring it to like Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I brought it. I felt really weird like being like, here's these candles. Like, yeah. Like you can, I just put a little sign and people bought them Aww. and I had no candles left within like a couple weeks. So yeah, I was like, well, that's cool. I can like make money off of this. Apparently. Yeah. Um, I even actually went to the park across the street, you know, where, um, where our church is yeah. across the street, that little park that uh-huh. is the cafe thing. And I sat there one day and just opened up this little like 
set up mm-hmm. to sell them like just to people walking by whoa yeah that's crazy <laughs> i was yeah that was in like 09 i think so Oh my god. Yeah. So I've been doing this since 2009, which is yeah. so crazy. But, you know, it was just more on that level. I also had regular jobs, though. And then I would just make candles around the holidays. Yeah. Um, well, because even back then in 2009, like, I mean, I was in high school, but mm-hmm. I feel like even then it wasn't a thing to just like start a business, a small business, and just like sell. So, yeah. That's crazy hearing yeah. you say like you had other jobs, like full time jobs, but you were like doing that on the side. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And I would only do Christmas launches for many years. It took a long time to even do like a fall like launch, I guess. I just thought people wanted candles for the holidays only. Um, and then I also remember like buying a 50 pound box of wax would last me like two seasons, like mm-hmm. two Christmases in a row. Um, and just the other day, or I should say in this last week as I'm making or finishing up, like, or that was like two weeks ago, making the spring collection, um, I easily gone through like eight or nine boxes of wax. Whoa. That's crazy. So 50 times. Actually, they're 45 pound boxes. Okay. They've changed it, but. I was like, dang it, Zach's not here to do the math for us. (laughs) It's like. 360 pounds? That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of wax. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. And it's just nuts how, I don't know, how things have changed since then. But yeah, and just like it's slowly kind of, people ask me all the time, like, how how did you get, I don't have a huge following. I'm like at 5K, I think, on Instagram. And, but I still get asked, like, how I did that. And it's like literally over time, like Mm -hmm. just word of mouth, like you've tagged me in posts. Mm -hmm. Like there's, in my world, there's no formula to like, you don't just like blow up. I mean, some people do blow up on social media and their business becomes this big success, but it's been a long time coming and a lot of hard work, a lot of word of mouth, friends, family, you know, stuff like that. So that's kind of like, I feel like the biggest success in my business is like just people selling them for me without Mm -hmm. me asking them to like, just posting it in their story and oh my god this is like the best candle I've ever Mm -hmm. had. It smells so good or like whatever they have to say about it. I never ask anyone to post anything and um, yeah, I always think that your best, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, your customers are a better salesperson than like you could ever be. Yeah. I don't know why it is that people would rather listen to like, it makes sense. You mm-hmm. have, you trust your friends, you have rapport yeah, built with your friends. Sure. And if they recommend a product, they're much more likely yeah. to buy it off of them than if they stumble across your page. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been really neat. Um, I feel like one of the, the biggest like or the first original like push into like getting more followers and business was like a um fundraiser I did for mama nutmeg who was an insta famous chihuahua she was so cute oh my gosh um I'm obsessed with chihuahuas (laughs) I really I just think they're so amazing and so cute and I just follow all these insta famous chihuahuas and she had passed away and the obviously the owner was devastated everyone was devastated (laughs) it was crazy um and they were just left with like three thousand dollars in vet bills and i offered like hey can i make a mama nutmeg candle yeah it was right around fall i believe and it was like i can make like a cinnamon nutmeg like nice spicy candle and like honor of her and sell it and then like help you pay your vet bills off she's like yeah like that would be amazing that's so nice i said okay cool i'm just gonna do a pre-order that way it's like infant like people can order what they're gonna order and then i'll know what to buy like what what year was this um it was when i was living in the flower street house um so i don't know oh 20 like 2018 i want to say okay yeah yeah Yeah, it had to have been because hunter was like one yeah 
my son um, was like one years old. So yeah, she said, are you sure you want to do that? Like prepare yourself. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're going to sell like a lot of candles. Mm. Um, so I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, and so I opened it up. I don't remember what I sold, but I paid all her vet bills off. And donated some to the rescue that that dog was from as well. So cool. (laughs) So you know, you can imagine. Yeah, it was was a huge hit. So from there, I still have some amazing customers from that, and they've brought me customers. Yeah, like it's crazy the Mm -hmm. way that it works. So it was like that fundraiser. I did a couple other fundraisers, and yeah, it just kind of does it. It just does its thing now. Like yeah, you know, it's it's pretty neat. So um, I was able to quit. My I used to be like do dog bathing and grooming. Yeah. I was able to quit those two jobs during the first, very first part mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Um, I thought I was screwed and like didn't yeah. have these jobs because of closures. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna pick up candles. Like no one's gonna buy them. It's it was spring. Yeah, and I had never done spring before for candles. I'd never done it. And oh my god, I was like, I'm making like literally in a month and a day. Mm-hmm. Like at during a launch, like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't need to do those jobs anymore. Those yeah. are really difficult jobs. They're hard on the back. They're hard, hard on the on your emotions. You're working with dogs. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of things. I needless to say, it's like they're dogs or animals. They're really hard to handle sometimes, yeah. and customers sometimes too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was nice. Just being able to like now my income is my small business. Like that's yeah. crazy. So it just it's crazy yeah. to me because it happened literally at the perfect time like Mm -hmm. because I remember having those conversations during like the beginning of COVID where you're like I don't even know if I have a job after this because like things were like closed for longer than two weeks and yeah it's crazy because everyone was obviously home so like what a perfect time (laughs) to like sell and make a product that you can have in your home that like makes people happy and cozy Mm kind of like um I think of brands too that have really like branded um their like comfy clothes and loungewear yes, like yeah. a few years ago no one yeah, that like, like a, wasn't a thing you yeah. know to be like casually wearing like matching like a matching like a sweatsuit sweat and yeah. stuff and now like all the companies that like make cozies are doing well because of covid and i'm like yeah. that's so crazy like yeah. it just kind of happened at the right time yeah it's like that silver lining out of that yeah. whole shit show of a pandemic and um, and kind of being forced to quit your job too like okay yeah. well i'm just I, gonna be done yeah. yeah and i always wanted to that always was the goal it's like i don't yeah. want to do this anymore i wish i'd always say i wish i could just make my candles oh. and it's like you know you just yeah. like it, but it, it just aligned perfectly and it happened when it was supposed to happen mm-hmm. so it's not like oh i should have quit yeah. dog grooming a year sooner it's like no it just it flowed it just like went the way it was supposed to go and yeah yeah it was it was the perfect time i think we were so deprived of so many things at the beginning of covid we're all like, yeah. living in fear a lot of us weren't going anywhere mm-hmm. um and i think a lot of people just like that sensory the olfactory like smelling yes, yeah. being able to like get taken somewhere through yeah, a candle you know yeah. everyone's working yeah. at home or whatever so yeah. it was the perfect time and um wow it's so crazy I, i'm <laughs> just having flashbacks of me packing stuff because Aww. and like sanitizing everything yeah like, wow yeah. like yeah i was definitely in fear at the beginning of the pandemic like big time so anyways that's so crazy yeah. so been in business since 09 which would bring because i every year i say i've been in business for 10 years but that doesn't – I can't be in business for 10, 10 years for the last three years. So I'm like, okay, what's the math on that? I'm going to guess 11 years. 20 – no. 
2022 minus 13. Oh, it yeah, it is 13. Okay, I think I did We're say so 13 dumb. recently. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. We're business gals who can't do math. We need our calculators. Yeah, yeah 13 years. And I'd say more on a serious level, like as of like five-ish years ago when I started the fundraiser. Yeah. So, or four or five years ago. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. And there are um, a lot of candle makers out there. Um, there's a lot. Like I had no one to talk to when I started, like, yeah. I literally knew nobody that made candles. There was no one to geek out to, mm-hmm. like, about it with. And um, there was no one to get help from if I had a question. So I just kind of figured out everything. And I feel like I really have, not to sound cocky, but I feel like I've mastered my craft. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, there's always something new to learn, but I'm so confident mm-hmm. in what I do that, I don't know, it's great. And um, it just does become difficult at times because they're so it's the the market's so diluted yeah i don't feel like i'm having customers taken from me but it's hard to get supplies like jars sell out at one point wicks were selling out um fragrance oils sell out the cost of everything has gone up so Mm -hmm. much it's insane like my jar like everything's gone up shipping jars wax like yeah for me to get supplies shipped to me and for me to ship or the orders out to people so that's I feel like another, sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm talking a lot no, about this. No, you're fine. It, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's, it's hard running a business. That's what I want to say too, is it's like not all this glamour and glitz. Yeah. It's like, it actually is really difficult at times, like raising prices. I'm about to have to do that. Like that's, yeah. I haven't done that in years. And it's I've, so hard. It is hard. And I've had cost of goods go up already. Yeah. And now it's to the point where it's like, I have to. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I'm about to do that. The spring launch, like raise prices a little bit. And then there's like the pressure of social media. There's the pressure of being present. There's the pressure of balancing your work life with your family, with your own personal needs. Yeah. Like, that's so hard. I could yeah. cry right now, like yeah. thinking about it. It's like and like the the creative block that you hit. Like yes, I think it's so hard mixing business with creativity. I think it's mm. so cool to be able to do both, but it's definitely really really hard because as a creative person, you get your inspiration from something or somewhere, and yeah. that doesn't mean you're creative all the time. Like you Thank hit, you. yeah, you hit seasons like what's it called? Like creative ruts where you're just like, nothing is inspiring me. Everything Mm -hmm. sucks. And like, I've learned throughout the years to just write it. Like if I'm feeling uninspired to just sit in it until something happens because I used to fight it and that was way worse, but it's so hard doing something you love like, and being good at it. And then like also having to be a business person about it. So crazy. I, have never like put that into words. Mm-hmm. So like you saying that, cause that can tie into you. Like you're like, let's say you're doing like a, a sponsored ad or something yeah. like that. And you're like, okay, so I love like, cause I know you will not post things you don't like, like yeah. she, she won't work with companies she doesn't enjoy or is not into or mm-hmm. whatever. She doesn't like the message. Um, but you like, let's say you get sent something really cool that you buy anyway mm-hmm. or whatever. And you're not feeling inspired to create, to take photos or do yeah. – Like, I've never thought about that. So that's, like, your world and my world is, like, okay, it's spring mm-hmm. and I have to come up with this, like, 12 blends yeah. that are amazing. And, yeah. like, what if I don't feel like yeah. doing that? Or like, well, what that's if the problem with pressure? weddings with me. Uh, and so I don't have a t- – like, I can't – like, with content creating, there's definitely way more flexibility. But, like, with weddings, I – even physical paints, I can literally, like – 
be throwing up. I mean, I was at a wedding like kind of recently throwing up and being like, okay, I have to push through and be creative so that I can like serve this couple like, I don't know, my best like creative And there's no escape from that. That's their wedding day. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, I feel you on that. So, um, yeah, it's it's so hard, but yeah, it's a lot of pressure, and it's your income. Like I yeah. haven't had because everyone's waiting for my spring launch to launch right now. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a sale in like I think two weeks. Oh wow! Yeah, and like I get it. I only have like three candles on the website right now, and that's and they're not they're not even in season. They're like fall mm. winter esque type candle vibes just because people did want the left anyways and so it's it's been hard like I've been stressed out I've been worried about it's like yes I have savings but it still feels weird not to have these like sales coming in every day yeah and like I got a facial the other day and I I it felt guilty and like Mm. there's been things I've wanted recently to do that I'm like I don't have money but that's not true so that's stressful too like having a regular job it's great because you get the steady check every mm-hmm. friday or every other mm-hmm. friday but when you're a small business owner like you're not guaranteed the yeah. day and time you're gonna get paid and it's up to you yeah to pull the work in order to get paid yeah so it's like you know i'm taking photos of all the camels if i don't do that tomorrow then like i'm not gonna be able to launch on yeah. friday it's a lot of pressure so i'm not trying to speak negative about yeah. what i love what i do but also there's there's good there's and hard bad and hard yeah. parts to it i think too like you saying you getting a facial and not necessarily having like your income from candles like that is what's crazy about creative jobs like this too because it's like having like a regular like nine to five job or something like the paychecks are always there like you said they're consistent and they're reliable but also it doesn't feel like a reflection of something that you provide as a creative person mm-hmm. where like like with Zach even making that comparison he's a teacher so like for him it's like whatever this is my job I just show up and I get I mean right it's more than that because he's actually changing lives <laughs> for like yeah. lower income students but like what I'm saying is like it's not like a personal thing on him where like for me it's like oh my gosh I haven't booked a shoot in like a month like I can't like go out for dinner with this friend or like Mm -hmm. I can't go get my nails done so like the psychological part of it is like really hard it's hard yeah Yeah. and I feel like another thing (laughs) Uh, I'm almost done but another thing that kind of ties into it too is like when you're working a normal job like you're not sitting there buying the supplies or like everything you're doing so like I'm putting a charge of three to five thousand dollars per season on a credit card from one supplier yeah. that's just one supplier and i'm like oh my god this is terrifying mm-hmm. i'm i know i'm gonna make this back i know i'm gonna make yeah. it and triple or whatever the profit's gonna be but that's scary too yeah. like yeah. i literally just paid like just to be transparent with you guys i, I paid three thousand dollars to yeah. my credit card it was at eight thousand dollars oh, like six weeks ago gosh. i'm like hey gotta gotta pay this gotta off. Pay it off yeah. yeah i charge everything on my credit card first so i get like cash back rewards so that's why it <laughs> racked up so high but yeah that's that's another scary thing too. yeah so yeah. anyways that's me and my candle business there's i could go on about this for way too long but um yeah so been in business 13 years and that's kind of why I started and where I'm at and I love it and I can't wait for the spring launch as yeah. stressed out as I am I'm honestly so excited for wait when for is the launch. like the official launch? it's this Friday so it will have passed by the oh, time that's right. um we we put the podcast out but um it's this Friday March 18th so ah, um wait that's St. Patrick's Day oh that's kind of fun no that's great I don't 
like, I mean, I don't think a lot of people actually take. I don't know if that's. Offensive. I just don't. I don't think under, people take it seriously. Yeah, but, no, I don't understand. But I feel like people like, are on are on social media. I'm just saying for you because like people will see that you launched online, so they'll be like, oh, okay. And I feel like holidays are always a great time for people because like you know they're checking on their phones or they're like posting on their stories or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. It'll. It, I think it'll do pretty good. It's gonna so. be great. I have a lot I'm of work so. to do still. Aww. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> Do you, like, get to slow down at all af- even after – I mean, I know the launch will happen and then you're going to be slammed with, like, packaging and shipping. Mm-hmm. But yeah. after that, do I, like, get my friend back? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my favorite part about, like, launching is the – around the second – or about one week after I launch and beyond that, like, that's my favorite part of the launch, if that makes sense, because – at that point, one week after launching, I'm getting steady sales every day. Mm-hmm. And I love that feeling because it's not like I have to pack mm-hmm. 50 orders. It's like, oh, cool. I have like 12 orders to pack, you yeah. know, like on this day and it's not overwhelming. And I'm also getting the steady flow of income. Yeah. That's not super overwhelming. So yes, it will mellow down a lot. Like, okay. yeah, it just, it's, that's how it's the week before and the week after launch is insane yeah. i always feel the way i feel right now everything's a blur i'm in yeah. fast forward i'm rushing everywhere and i'm like oh my gosh well we're gonna celebrate huge after your lunch yeah that'll be I, nice. you know me yeah. i'm a party girl i'm like let's throw a party after your lunch and <laughs> after gosh. everything has been mailed out <laughs> any excuse yeah <laughs> any excuse yeah. No, i love that about you oh uh, yeah. i know i'm a hype girl yeah but i'm so excited i like i love hearing your story and i know a lot of people listening like it's so common these days to like meet someone who is starting a business or has a side hustle or already has a business. You know, it's just, it's so cool. I love talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's fun. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We just got super awkward right now. Okay. Whatever. I got distracted. I'm um, sorry. Okay. okay. Your turn though. I want to hear all about, um, I mean, I know you're probably kind of feeling conflicted on what to talk about. So yeah. just explain to everybody, you have two things, two separate things that yeah. you do. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, it's, I guess, involving lifestyle photography to some extent. This is Valerie. Well, I'm not Valerie, but this Val- is Valerie. Valerie's turn. Yeah. I feel like our <laughs> no. voices are pretty different. Different. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Dumb. Who Whatever. knows? Anyway. This is Valerie. <laughs> um so I guess like creatively I hate to be that person that's like I was always creative since I was little but why why do you because so I feel like so many people say that because a lot of people are creative Uh, I guess from the time they were little no they're not only me I'm the only creative person (laughs) the face you're making I'm like they can see my face (laughs) hear my face um so I mean yeah I guess I've always been creative since the beginning since we traveled a lot growing up because my family lives in other countries um my parents anytime we went to go see family I don't I think it was my dad actually who got me like my first camera but they would always give me like disposable cameras to start Hmm. and I took pictures of 
everything, mm-hmm. everyone. It's like crazy. And then what was cool was when my mom was moving out of the high desert. So like back in that was what 2019 mm-hmm. uh, or no 2018. She I was helping her pack some stuff from our old house and I found a bunch of photo albums that I made like when I was like seven and eight and they all started off with like this book belongs to Valeria Alvarez and I had like a signature and I would like oh my god make a little star out of my z and it was like (laughs) Uh, the ugliest photos yeah it was like (laughs) selfies of me in like Brazil or like taking Mm -hmm. pictures of like monkeys that we would see or whatever or like I took a lot of photos of my family and I think too having a ton of family that didn't live close to me that lived in other countries, I would always have their photos like taped on my wall. And so I think that like the nostalgic, like I must document this type of thing came from that, like was heavily influenced by like not having family close to me and being like, okay, this is like the one month out of the year that I'm going to get to see my family. Right. So there was no social media back then. There was no social media. Yeah. And check and see what they're up to. So you have this picture of them on the wall. That's so cool. Yeah. And with like older, I know that's crazy. Yeah. It's weird to think about. Whoa, that's trippy. That's like the translation of it, I feel like. We should bring back like (laughs) taping family members' photos on the wall or like. The pictures of us from Palm Springs from the photo booth. That's Uh in my mirror in the bathroom. So I look at us every day. Every day. You start off your day with my beautiful face. (laughs) And I always wonder what Andrea, we both have the same cleaning lady. (laughs) She's probably like, okay, are you guys like gay or like. (laughs) Actually, yes, we are. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I feel like that part of it like really brought up like the documenting aspect of photography. And then, um, in high school, I was like all over the place in high school. We kind of talked about it last time we recorded just cause like our music stuff, our mm-hmm. musical interests. But with me, I like, I was friends with almost every single person. I had a friend in like every friend group and I was a cheerleader, but it was like, I feel like it was like definitely not the stereotypical like cheerleader that was like mean and snobby like I was very outgoing I wanted to be everyone's best friend and so and my mom says that I've been like that since I was a kid she said like when we would spend like the summers in Rio <laughs> she said that like one time she thought she lost me on the beach because she was just like laying out tanning and then she said she like was frantically looking for me and there was like a mob of kids and she like stands up and she like goes to see if like I'm one of the kids there mm-hmm. she said I was in the middle counting in English. I was going one, two, like showing off that I could speak English. And all the kids were like, like they like loved that. (laughs) So my mom was like, you've always had influence (laughs) since you were little. Like, and it's funny because I see that in Rio now too. Like that's why I think she's very similar to how I'm going to be. Sorry. I promise like all of this is going to like correlate somehow. But, um, yeah, my mom's always like, you were always like a very influential, like extroverted friendly exclusive or not inclusive Inclusive. not exclusive you're very you're very exclusive in Maine Uh no and so um I think having those two I guess like whatever I don't know those two things about me like growing up yeah Uh traits like really shaped my jobs because so back in um well I mean in high school I would have random photo shoots with my friends. We would all dress up and I feel like everyone did yeah, that. That was the thing. Um yeah. but I always had 
so much fun because I'm like, we get to dress up. I get to take pictures. We get mm-hmm. to be creative. Like it really like fueled me. And so, um, I, so I moved out of the high desert in 2011, moved down here. And then I had one of my super close friends at the time. He was like maybe one of the first people that I met that was like, I'm a photographer. He was very like artistic and just like super cool vibes. And so um, he would come down here pretty often because he lives in the high desert. He would come down and visit and hang. And he was always like, let's do shoots. And I was like, okay. So like we would take turns. Like he would shoot me. I would shoot him. So it was Mm kind of like getting to be in front of the camera but also behind. Right. And then – What kind of camera did you have back then? uh, I think it was – I had like a crappy point and shoot. And then um, my parents got me a Canon Rebel. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. In 20 – XT or something. Yeah. 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 Or I think it was like the (laughs) – T3, T3, I don't know, yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and that was when I started like officially like booking shoots, but not even official because I wasn't a business yet. At the time, I was working at a restaurant and then I was going to OCC. I moved down here to go to college. Oh, wow. okay. And um, I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I'll figure it out in college because like that was like what was always ingrained in my mind, especially having immigrant parents. They were like, mm-hmm. we had a really hard life and worked really hard. You don't have to like go through the things we did because you speak the language, you have resources out here. So like college was like, it felt like it was like the only future that I had, but I was like, I don't know what I want to be. Like, I just want to like be around people. That's always what I said. I just want to have fun and be with people. And I would tell like my mom, like, I just want to help people, which like, I don't, I'm just trying to figure out what that means today. But anyways, um, so my friend and I would go shoot. I don't know if I could say his name. I'm like scared to say people's names on – I don't want to get like in trouble if they're like, don't talk about me or – Well, is it a bad thing? No. Oh. We're just like not close anymore, oh, okay. but – I mean, whatever. Whatever, okay. you're, whatever you're comfortable If you're listening, with. don't sue me. Oh, my God. <laughs> but basically, this guy and I uh, were like really, really close and – uh what's it called he asked me he had booked a wedding and he was like do you want to shoot this with me like I don't know what I'm doing and I was like I don't know what I'm doing either like and at that point I'd never really been to weddings because I was so young so I didn't have friends who were getting married and um I couldn't remember the last wedding that I had even gone to so I was just like okay like I'll do this with you but it was a super beautiful wedding I think it was in Lake Arrowhead and it was like 30 people super chill and even today, I was like, wow, that was such a good wedding because, like, it was just so simple and sweet. <gasps> Girl! Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. What is that? My alarm, alarm to, <laughs> to, to eat my latte. <laughs> to eat my Unprofessional. Protein. I know. I'm so no, sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. That's funny. Um, and I have to make sure my phone's on silent, too. Yeah. Um, Everyone's texting me. All the bachelor peeps are texting me. It was on silent, but it still, like, goes off. Oh, yeah, because of the alarm. I apologize. Everybody. No, it's okay. Um, (laughs) so then anyways after doing that I was like oh my gosh I love photographing other people this is so fun how did that photo how did those photos come out oh they were they're so corny and cheesy now but like at the time at the time time, I was like whoa this is so cool and that was like also when Pinterest was barely starting to become a thing so I was just like whoa like these photos are gonna like look like they belong on Pinterest or whatever. I don't know. Just, it's so crazy, but. Wait, sorry. I have questions. Yes. Were they happy and did they pay you guys? They were so happy. I 
since my friend had booked it was technically like his wedding that he booked and I like second shot or like assisted him yeah I think he paid me literally a hundred dollars yeah but like that's cool yeah when I was in the photography, I did a lot of free stuff for people, uh, music photography, yeah, yeah, to build a portfolio. So that's yeah. really cool that yeah. your first experience, you got a hundred bucks. Like, I know. So, I was like, so and I'm at that time, nerve wracking. It is. Wedding. It like, is. And whoa. at that time, I was like, whoa, like a hundred bucks, like was a lot. Yeah. I was like, yes, I can, like, yeah. whatever. So, um, <laughs> so cool. I think that was that moment. I was really like, okay, I want to start doing this more often. So. Mm. I did a few photo shoots for my coworkers. Um, like one of them had like her baby's uh, baptism, like oh, her cool. one-year-old baptism. I don't know. It was something like that. But I took like their family photos. So things like that. And I was just like, well, this is so cool. And like plus they're like complimenting you and they're like, "Yeah, you are like so good at this or like these photos mean a lot to me. Thank you. And so it's like very encouraging. Like you feel very fulfilled. Yeah. And so um, – I'm going to speed it up. So, like, basically when Zach and I get married, we moved – well, I moved to Iowa out with him. And I – we had gotten married after the FAFSA date. So, like, I wasn't able to go to school without – unless I got, like, a student loan. Right. And so I was, like – I was so conflicted because I was, like, I don't even want to be in school. Like, I love mm-hmm. photography. I want to do this. And Zach was the one who was like, then just do it. Like, take a year off, start a business out here, see how it goes, make some friends, meet some clients. So he's like, if it doesn't really work out that well or if you, like, don't feel confident enough, like, then you'll go back to school and we'll figure it out. I was like, okay. And it was, like, honestly the perfect time in our lives to do that because, like, we were newly married, didn't really have that many responsibilities. No kids. No kids. (laughs) So I was like – Okay, cool. And then I like had booked a ton that year. Well, the two years that I was there, which was really, really cool. And I feel like it was good for me to start out like in a smaller town because I was able to like – at the time, I was struggling a lot with comparison. I struggled a lot with comparison actually up until like maybe the past few years. So like it was good that I didn't start out here because I think I would have felt very like – I would have felt competitive or I would have felt like I wasn't good enough, whatever. So anyways, so uh, in 2015, we moved back to California and then I felt like, okay, I have two professional years under my belt. Mm -hmm. I can move my business. And then 2015 to 2018 were just so freaking busy. Like it was, it was great and I'm so thankful, but like definitely the years where my body like it was starting to give out, like from the yeah. anxiety and the hustle and, and the you burnout. Didn't have like the boundaries that you have now, no, because you wanted to say yes to, to everything. everything. Yeah, because that's every that I get. I get that. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. And it was like Damn. fun too, like getting to travel. Like there was one point I think this was in. Oh yeah, it was after Hendrix was born, so like the end of 2017. I was in Joshua Tree or Palm Springs literally every weekend. To the point where I was just like staying a few weekends out there because it's like uh-huh. I booked out here Dang. Saturday and Wait, Sunday when was that? at the end of 2017. Oh, so this when was, Hendrix was he was like yeah he was a baby oh, like wow. yeah Dang, that's crazy. So I think that was when I realized like I need to have boundaries. I can't like yeah. book every weekend. <laughs> yeah. So that was like that's yeah. like a whole not like boundaries in our workplace should be like a whole nother topic. That's but, so true. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. That's um, a whole topic. <laughs> but anyways, so then I I I think because I was like that was when Instagram was like 
super popular. Mm-hmm. Like people were traveling, people were becoming bloggers, and mm-hmm. like blogs are really hot then. Yeah. And so um I think I just dove into it at a really good time because I started gaining a following that way. And then right. plus I like just had a baby. So a lot of moms like wanted to follow me and stuff. And then um I was starting to work a little bit with brands. Like they were just like, hey, you're a photographer and you're a mom. Can you shoot like this clothing line for my kid or whatever? And I was just like, yeah, sure. So I think that got my foot in the door, like at least with my name. Like I think that was definitely a foot in the door where it's like, oh, Valerie does photography. Valerie does content for brands and stuff. Right. So then in I think uh, 2018, my friend Missy. Mm, yes. I remember when you met yeah. her. I remember the week that you met her and you telling me oh my gosh, about it and so stuff. Cool. Yeah. I it thought was she was fair, so right? cool. Yeah. yeah. I was so like intimidated and nervous and now she's yeah. like literally one of my best friends. I love her so much. But um, she pushed me because at that time she was like starting to do Instagram stuff too. So she was like, why don't you just split accounts? Because I was – She's an influencer by yes, the way, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's an influencer, film photographer. Um, I feel like a stylist too. She yeah, styles a lot of she her shoots. So she's just a really fun. cool creative person. Yes. I'm like people who don't know her. I'm like you're missing out because she's <laughs> there's so much creativity in her. I just I love her so much. Yeah. But um, she was the one who was like, you should just split accounts because I was kind of going through this. Like I kind of want to share my personal life, and I know people are interested in that for whatever reason. But I also like love photography, so I felt like really inconsistent with posting. And yeah. she's like, just start like a personal account and just like see what happens. So I did that. A lot of the brands ended up following me. And I think that was when content created or creation started taking off for me because Mm -hmm. then it was kind of a slow start, but they're like, it started off with like, hey, can we send you this and can you post about it? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, this is fun. Like, whatever, no pressure. Right. And then I think, um, gosh, I think like that was it for two years. And then in 2020 during COVID, that was when I like, especially with like, just like all like the political things that have happened that happened in 2020 mm-hmm. where it was like people really realized like whoa I'm not following enough diverse humans there aren't enough diverse content creators or influencers photographers like it was crazy and so right. that was when brands were finally starting to be like hey could I pay you like $500 if you shoot like two photos for me so that I can like post this on Instagram and I was like oh okay, like that's easy for me to do because like I wasn't shooting weddings at that point since it was like the beginning of COVID. And um, at first it was like this weird like, oh, now you want to hire me because it's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, well, too late. Like I if people are truly learning like, Mm -hmm. oh, we need to diversify, then that's great. Like I don't want to be like, discouraging about it. I want to be like, good. Like, I'm glad that you're seeing that because when all of that was unraveling, mm-hmm. I like even took a look at my own, like who I was following. And I like, I'm not just saying this. I was hardly following any blonde, blue eyed content creator influencer. All the girls that I was following were like either brown, black or Asian. Yeah. And I had like a previous conversation with them. Like we already had interaction or like a relationship on Instagram and I was feeling so proud of myself like that year. I was like, whoa, this is cool. Like I'm I'm genuinely making friendships and relationships and like, you know, so that's like a whole nother thing. But I think what's cool about content creating, which is like kind of what I was talking about, about how my mom said I was always this influential person since I was a kid is like getting to like 
have those conversations with people, even though it's just Instagram. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's an app, whatever. But it is cool to like talk to women who are like, you inspire me as a Latina. You inspire me as a mom. You inspire me as a wife. Like, so I feel like I relate to so many different people in different ways. And that's really cool. And um, like, if I can make money from posts, like that's cool. To, that's like a bonus, you yeah. know? So, yeah. but it is hard because like, I don't care about Instagram. Like I, and I hope that like my personality like shows that on Instagram. Like I really don't care about numbers, engagement. Like I just want to have meaningful and intentional conversations with people. And then like if I get to shoot and work with like cool brands and that's awesome, that's a plus. Right. But um, yeah, it's it's just crazy. I don't know. It's It's weird. So I guess that's kind of my story. And then it kind of ends with wedding photography. I am, this is my last year doing wedding photography because I'm long story short. It's just, I don't have the time or like, I don't want to say they care for it. Cause that sounds heartless, but I just like miss having free time and miss having my weekends open and family time and not being so stressed about editing and deadlines and client calls. Like I'm just so tired. And that kind of goes along with like the burnout hustle culture that we like mentioned earlier. Like, I don't know if I'm just getting older or if it's just like having my kids like grow up so fast is like really changing me now. Cause I'm like, and I think too, like a huge part of it is like a lack of like creativity with weddings. Like I really don't get to be creative as I want because like I'm not working for myself. I'm working for other people, which is great. And I've known that for a long time and I knew what I was getting myself into, but Um, I think at at this point, like, I'm just enjoying film and motherhood so much that – and you were one of those first people that I talked to, like, I think last year, a year and a half ago, where you're just like, just shoot film, just do it. And I'm like, okay. Like, so that's been really cool. I feel like I've been, like, um, connecting – reconnecting with, like, my inner artist where, like, I get to, like, talk to these moms and we, like, in a way get to come up with, like, a conceptual type of photo shoot because, like – And there's less pressure with that too, like with maternity and like lifestyle shoots. Like if something were to happen, we could easily reshoot it hopefully. But with like weddings, it's like that's the one day. That is so – It's too much pressure. Effing terrifying to me. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, And I've had – I mean, you know, I've had a few incidents that have been really rough. And so I think as I'm getting older, I'm just learning like that's not – pressure and stress that I have energy for anymore because it does affect me as a mom like it affects me at home yep and so I'm really excited to be done with it that's so cool yeah do you feel like you're at a point in like um so is it a combination between going switching over to like film which I think is great because sometimes our passions they do morph into other things like yeah. it's okay like I might not want to make candles in three yeah. years yeah. or I might still enjoy candle making but I just want to do wholesale because I don't right. want to run a website anymore yeah so I think yeah yeah you know what I mean yeah. so I think that's really cool when you were expressing to me like I love film and you are such a great film photographer mm-hmm. like that shoot you did with the red car and oh thank you that was so cool like I I can't even explain <laughs> like I could cry because it was so it was so you and yeah. like I could tell you just had more control because you could yeah. style it you can yes. pick location yeah. you can pick the time everything you have full control and so I feel like Valerie can really shine through her work by doing the filming but I guess what I'm getting at is do you feel like you can sustain like your your income yeah through that plus 
uh, social media influencing like Ugh, yeah that work is that how you're able to put weddings away or I think so I that's something that like I'm trying to figure out like because the thing with content creation is like you sign a contract with the brand and basically you don't get paid you will get paid between 30 to 60 to even 90 days sometimes after delivering like the photos right where like with weddings it's like i i there are deadlines like i know when i'm gonna get paid they have to pay like a deposit to pick a shoot which like my motherhood shoots are kind of the same they're just obviously not as much as weddings right um so it's tricky i'm i'm currently trying to plan that out and figure out what that's gonna look like next year because i'm like ooh, this is gonna be a huge shift and i'm just like preparing myself like things are gonna change and i have to just be flexible and like really wise with my finances you know yeah yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like content creation is pretty consistent and like I don't want to say easy, but like it's it's easy, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I know I'll be able to take on more projects if needed, but mm-hmm. like that's what's tricky. It's like I can if I need to for financial reasons, but also I don't care enough. Like yeah. what I'm saying, like I don't care about Instagram. If it crashed tonight, cool. Yeah. No, I don't I, care. I totally get so, what you're saying. So um so yeah, so I I guess I don't really have an answer for that, but like I am trying to like sort that out right now and to yeah. just know like things are going to change and you have to just be okay with it because like my sanity and my mental health is like way more important. Yes. Um I know I talk about my gastritis every 5 seconds, but <laughs> literally like anxiety from photo shoots is what gave me gastritis. Yeah. Like so um I think to like when your work doesn't feel like yourself anymore, that's when you need to be done. And that was like something that I noticed last year. I was just yeah. saying like my photo account just doesn't feel like myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like you're forcing yourself yes, to post yeah. on. You're forcing the captions. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that that was like a huge eye opener for me where like with moms on film, I'm like, whoa. Like I feel like you can see my personality, even though I don't really post much on my stories or show who I am. Right. I, like I feel like you can just see my personality through that. Or like mm-hmm. if you were to see that page and then like my personal like mama folk page, you could – I would hope people are like, oh, yeah, this is definitely the same, the person. same person. Like this makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, and yes, that yeah. is the way it translates. And yeah. Just to kind of like – because I feel like we didn't really explain it well enough. Like her concept for her – the photo business, she's kind of like – veering into moms on film that's the instagram handle too by the way um it's just gorgeous beautiful mamas why am i gonna cry right now sorry (laughs) with their you know their bellies and all their glory and she styles these shoots in like such colorful like creative like i i guess i'm i think sorry (laughs) that's so sweet that you're crying well i think i'm getting um, i don't want to make it about me but like when i see you doing these things like they're gonna have that forever yeah and i don't really have that many maternity photos like i actually have um did you do any no it was when Mm -hmm. hunter was i don't think i have i actually don't have any maternity photos so isn't that really sad yeah (laughs) um so i think that it's really cool to just I don't know it's just what you do is really amazing and it's really touching and like I, you have something there I don't I don't think you realize what you have like mm-hmm. the potential but that's what I was saying last year is like I see 
moms on film being like a thing. I mean, that's yeah. who doesn't want to look at a photo like that in five years from now and just be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. This is me when I was pregnant and I look like a freaking goddess. <laughs> no, you Thanks. really do make women look incredible so and then someone told me no it's okay and someone told me i can't remember if it it was you and chloe but i was Mm -hmm. like when i was on the fence about quitting weddings and i was like oh but it's so cool and that's kind of where like the whole i mentioned earlier like i just want to help people or like serve Mm -hmm. people like it was hard for me to come to terms with like but if i quit weddings like i won't be doing that for people anymore even though they're paying me even though it's a service they're paying me like it's still so cool to like be the one in charge of like these things like i've had some clients say the sweetest things to me after weddings and shoots and i can't remember if it was you or chloe but one of you guys said like but taking maternity photos or like photos of moms with their kids like it's different but it's still like a level of like i don't know like it's still it's still special to them they're not gonna be like oh whatever like everything that you're saying right now like it's so true i'm just like dang like even I took a lot of photos during my second pregnancy and I mm-hmm. still feel like it wasn't, it enough. wasn't enough. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so, I, yeah. So I think like, yeah, getting to do that for moms and like figuring out like what feels like them, but also like what's my take on art with this and like getting to like collaborate with them and be like, we should do this. And I always ask, does this feel like yourself? Like, I don't want you to feel like you're playing dress up because I have a vision. Mm-hmm. I like want you to feel like yourself too because then they're gonna look at those photos and be like you know so anyways um thanks for the encouragement that's so sweet and i i just want to add too like um maternity photos are honestly no offense to like the boys but like maybe even more important than your wedding day Mm. there's not just but it's not like a day that you have you're obviously pregnant for a while but like I don't know. I just I I feel like that's huge. So yeah. like I just want you to realize Aww. like there's potential there. So yeah. much potential. Like uh, up there with with weddings yeah. and less pressure too. Less pressure for sure. Oh my gosh. I really oh. want to see it really take off. Thanks. Yeah. That's one of my goals for the next year with content creation. I don't really know what that looks like yet. And then with this podcast, I'm also like who knows what will happen. I just love being able to have a platform where I can relate with people, mm-hmm. especially pe- diverse people who look like me. Yeah. And then um, also being like a photographer for moms, like especially like moms with a story, like moms who got pregnant through IVF or moms who have fostered. Mm-hmm. And I took one of my friend's uh, family photos with kids that she's fostering that I think she's going to adopt. So even things like that, I'm just like, this wow. is so cool. Yeah. But um. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, so yeah. thanks. We'll see what happens like a year from now. I feel like things change so fast. And yeah. so I love seeing growth. I'm a three. You're a three too. So we just – we love to see growth. We love to see like success. But success to me is like so much more than just like financial success. It's like yeah, as an artist, as like a person. Oh, there's just so much. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. So, um, do you want to do a subtopic? We have like eight minutes before people start. Oh, coming over. Um, well, it was our favorite. Our movies. favorite movies. We can be fast. We could about do rapid it. fire. Yeah. Okay, you okay. go first. Oh, they're so weird. So yeah, our subtopic today is our favorite movies. My, we talked about this last week. I don't know celebrities. I don't watch movies, but the movies I do watch and favor really strange. Avatar. <laughs> Avatar? I love Avatar. With the blue things? Yeah. 
dude i think i know you (laughs) and then you say shit like this and i'm like who are you (laughs) yeah um what okay okay sorry it's fucking weird okay hold on avatar (laughs) anger management okay we have talked about i love that movie i don't know why i think that movie is so great um okay one more i'll just name three um three is good i don't know i can't i can't even think of a third movie isn't that uh, that's all i don't know the, i literally can't think of a third movie that a I Dis- like. do you like any disney oh i love disney um, but are they like your favorite movies like what's do you have like a comfort movie like one that you're gonna it's the time of the month you're angsty. beauty and the beast really yes you don't like any like rom-coms or anything no i mean i don't think so wow yeah they're so different okay yeah. so <laughs> avatar anger management and beauty and the beast <laughs> it's so weird i know <laughs> anyway, uh, so what are your favorite movies Weirdo. that are better than mine? Okay, so I actually have them listed right now because this is not a sponsored post, but this past weekend when we were in Slow, we got some breakfast with our friends before the wedding, mm-hmm. and they are huge movie fanatics. They're telling me about this app called Letterboxd where you can go on and like make a list of your favorite movies and leave reviews on other movies you've watched. Okay. Or um, I don't know. It's basically like I IMDb, except it's like a lot more interactive. We're like, did I tell you? Like I've told you this, right? That IMDb is like my favorite app. I love. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's like a. I'll show you right now. I have my phone pulled up. You literally go, okay, it's just, it shows you movies and TV and you like type in whatever. Mm-hmm. So like I typed in the actor from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia right before we started recording, right? Okay. So I could show you. And then um, it shows you the, like the actor, it gives a little bio, like where oh. they're from. And then it gives and you a all full. all the movies they're in. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. And then the best part, which it has this for every movie and show too, but it's the trivia part. So it gives you these fun facts about them. I geek oh, wow. out over this. I don't know why. I cannot sit through a new movie. I have to fight the urge and be like, just look up the trivia after because I'm like, I want to pull up my phone and oh, read it. But like, I have to, I also hate having my phone out during movies. So like, that's yeah, the only way to fight. Yeah. Anyways. Wait, I like Dumb and Dumber. And oh, Dumb and Dumber is good. There was another one I forgot it now. That's okay. such a good one. Oh, well, Eternal Sunshine is follows. <gasps> but I can't. Justine, that was one of mine. Oh, Look, really? I'm pulling up on my Letterboxd oh, app. Oh, that's so cool. Where is it? Where is it? But it like ruins me, so I can't. Like, that's what I'm saying. I have yeah. like my favorite, favorite movies are movies that are so emotional and heavy <laughs> and artistic <laughs> that I'm like, I'm only watching this once a year and it has to be like a special time. So I'm going to list movies. I'm going to name movies that fall under that category. Okay. So Eternal Sunshine is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Lost in Translation. I've never heard of it. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's with Bill Murray. You don't know who that is either. Okay. Um, Romeo and Juliet, but oh, the one with Leo. Leo. That's a good one. Wait, we, we should watch, watch it. it. Oh my god, damn. Dude, that movie damn. wrecks it's me. It's so good. And it's I so and I good. hate watching these movies with Zach because I always cry uh-huh. and I don't want anyone to hug me or coddle me when I'm crying. Oh, I'm like, just yeah. let me feel this, yeah. please. And he's always like, it's okay. And I'm like, Okay, now it's okay. So I can't watch these movies with him yeah. because he makes too many comments. So, oh. okay. Well, we have to watch that movie sometime. Literally everything. Yeah. 
everything about that movie the the colors it's, the way yes. that it's shot the, the whole catholic everything yes, the whole catholic aspect yes. of it with like the cousin and the giant just the giantness <sighs> of the church that's not a word but like I, there's just something about that scene it's just yes. so big and great and all the candles yes oh my God, so all good. the candle like yeah, oh so my good. gosh oh my gosh I, we could talk about i could talk about this all night i love it um okay what else I have you seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's not necessarily like a heavy emotional movie, but it is funny and it's one of my favorites. Um I like Psycho. Ew. Like the 1960. Ugly. I know. It's it's kind of a weird thing to like. Um V for Vendetta. Have you seen that movie? No. That's a good movie. No. Um The Virgin Suicides. Never heard of it. 1999. Oh my god. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. The words to describe it are beautiful, mysterious, haunting, fatal, just like life. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Um, oh I guess those are like, I love movies. I'm a huge movie fanatic. So those are probably, I probably have more, but those are like my top the ones. The top, top ones. Um, oh, I that's lo- cool. I, I love like movies. I love we haven't really had a movie night together, but mm-hmm. I just don't have the attention span. But I feel like if I have to be polite, so I would watch a movie with you, or like yeah. the movie theater. Obviously, I've nowhere to go, so, so I'm gonna watch. So here's it, the thing you know? about movie nights with me: it's really ugly, but everyone I've had movie nights with appreciates it. I take everyone's phones and I put them in a bowl. <laughs> I turn. Well, just like away, like out of sight, out of mind. In a bowl? I don't know. I have like a key bowl. I like put them in there. And lock them in a bowl. I change everyone's passcodes. Oh my God. Um, I turn off all the lights so that the TV is the only thing we focus on. And then I have like drinks and like popcorn and snacks ready because- Oh, that's cute. I, I like love that. I love movies for the experience. Like, I mean, you know the movie theater phobia that I have. Like yes. I'm like yeah. terrified of movie theaters, yeah. but I love going at the same time yeah. because- the this is gonna sound so cheesy, but the fact that like you have nothing to focus on but the screen is just like so beautiful to me. Yeah. I'm like, wow, we can all just sit here and like, but <laughs> honestly, watching Spider Man like the last the No Way Home mm-hmm. was like a huge like. I felt like the world was one again because yeah, I feel like I can mention it. If you haven't seen it at this point, then you're so, missing out. Yes. Well, I'm talking about spoiler like alert. spoiler alert. Yeah. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in it. So the other spider, she's rolling her eyes because she doesn't know who they are. Um, the other Spider Men are in it, and so it was like a bonding moment because it felt like the world was one because everyone was cheering at the screen when they brought out each Spider-Man because yeah. Tobey Maguire's like the millennial Spider-Man. It's like, cool. Wait, they were yeah, all in the movie. They were all in the movie. Oh, see, that's cool. We need to watch that. it. We that. need to watch that. Yeah. I feel like you would really enjoy it, but it felt like the world was one. Like I felt like I could hold hands with a stranger next to me and we were just like bonding and yeah, stuff. You know what I mean? That's so cool. that's what I love about movie time with people. If I have just a random movie playing and the lights are on and like a few people, I'm like this, no one's going to watch this. Like, you know, yeah, so I take yeah. my movie time very, very seriously. Serious. But um, anyways, okay. The bachelor finale is about to start. So we have to and get we going. Have, like, friends literally outside <laughs> waiting for us to stop recording. We, so we have to go. We're yeah. one minute over what Ooh. we're supposed to be, but Anyways, Anyways, thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. I'm so glad you guys. Um, if you listen to this whole episode, I know it was a long one. We're gonna try to keep it's like a maybe like an hour, next time. a little over hour, an hour and ten minutes or yeah, so. Yeah. so. It's yeah. all good though. It's all we good. love you guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, thanks for listening, <laughs> and I, I can't wait to record <laughs> our next episode. And Yay! Thank you. In. Bye. Bye.